<laughs> and we're back. That was a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. So what are we drinking? We have a Pinot Noir. Pinot Noir. Back to our old roots. Mm-hmm. Uh, just after talking literally in the last episode about how Oregon has so many other things. <laughs> and we're back to drinking good old trusty reliable Pinot Noir out of true Pinot Noir glasses. Yep. Or at least New World ones because apparently in Burgundy in France they don't do these massive they, oversized. They laugh at us. They think it's funny. They think we're ridiculous but mm-hmm. I think that they are awesome glasses mm-hmm. and they're fun. They are super fun. So go ahead and take a sip of the wine that we're having. I haven't had a chance to sniff or smell yet, but I know it's going to be awesome. It is a Shehalem wine, going back to our roots again, even more so. It's a Shehalem 2013 Pinot Noir, so it is a decade old, and it is from our favorite vineyard of Coral Coral Creek, mm-hmm. Coral Creek. Uh, it is awesome. I haven't even tasted it yet. I haven't put my nose into the glass yet. And I already can tell, because it is, it is browning on the edges. It's got mm-hmm. some color to it. It's very interesting. Uh-huh. So read me some facts while I enjoy my first sip. Okay. It is a focused and fine-boned Pinot Noir, grown cozily close to the winery and finished with an eye towards purity. Think light to moderate red fruits with a laser precision and balance as fine as glacial silt. Mm. It is good. It is freaking good. Mm -hmm. And it's only going to get better. It's one of those that I can tell it's going to start to open up maybe 20 to 30 minutes from now. And this is a screw cap. It is a screw cap. Oh my goodness. Who knew that screw capped bottles could age? (laughs) And it aged gracefully, extremely well. As wow. good, if not better than other things. That's really good. Yeah. So there you have it, people. Mm-hmm. Age your screw cap wines. Yeah. It's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it does not have to be under a natural cork. It does not have to be under... All of these people that say that there's these really specific rules. It has to be this. It has to be that. It has to be done this way. Screw that. <laughs> screw all of that this is proof this is pudding it's not actually pudding it's pinot noir mm-hmm. but the proof is in the pudding and that's in this glass of pinot noir yeah why on earth do we like it so much it's a good it's good every time you go back mm-hmm. to it and it's it's like it's like going back home it's pretty good it's it is i don't know if i have too much else to say if i remember correctly it's not showing it to me right now but it was like Definitely on the, like, leathery and, like, it's got some of that oak character from the barrels showing through a little bit stronger because it's older. But it's still got a lot of that acidity and fruit. It's very fruit. You know, the downside of opening this bottle today is I think it could go longer. Yeah. I honestly, it's possible that this could go longer. Um... So, screw cap wines could age for 10 years, could age for possibly 20 years. Yeah. I'd love to buy another bottle and open it up 10 years from now. Just see what it's 
Mike. It's so good. <laughs> it's just one. And the, la- the last time we opened up an old Pinot Noir, which was a week ago, uh, we opened up in 2015, which is two years younger than this one. Yeah. Uh, we'd opened it up and then let it air out for an hour, bef- no, two hours before we even did this uh, podcast. Uh-huh. Um, so we'd already, we already knew it had opened up and done a whole bunch of things between then. This one is kind of brand new, fresh opened, uh, literally like 10 minutes ago, and mm. it's good. It's got some of that barnyard funkiness that Pinot Noir can have, and yeah. It's like a cherry. I'm eating cherries. Yeah? Is it, is it's just cherry? What kind of cherry? Like black cherries. Hmm. Also, those like white ones. Kind of like a white glow? No, no, like those white, like the like local cherries that are like white and like kind of red, but they don't get red. They're. I need to eat we, more fruit. We used to have what, a cherry tree in our backyard growing up, and it was it was this kind of cherry. Okay. Uh, the only tree I had when I was growing up was a rhubarb tree. We had cherry trees and plum trees. I miss the plum tree. And we had apple trees and pear trees. And then we had a whole garden of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Strawberry patch. Should, with blackberries. Should we... Wild strawberries. The little tiny baby ones. It's strawberry season. Mm-hmm. There's so many strawberry stands. The people just on the corners. I know. I drove by one day. Everywhere. Today, and they looked so good. They're huge. They were like giant and they were all like perfectly red. Yeah. They looked so good. I almost was tempted. <laughs> Honestly. It's like, oh man. We made a charcuterie board to mm-hmm. enjoy this after the podcast mm-hmm. um, because a good wine is meant to be enjoyed with good food. Mm-hmm. So we assembled a charcuterie board with honey and dried fruits uh apples cheese salami nuts. two types of cheeses a goat cheese and a cheddar cheese mm-hmm. the cheddar is from uh, australia of all places some chocolate mm-hmm. some tell, crackers you want to talk about the chocolate it's mr beast chocolate it's mr beast chocolate is um it's a mr beast chocolate and it's got like it's salt just, on it yeah it's just salted chocolate yeah, but we'll find out how good that is later on. Yeah. Um, and then I, as a backup, just in case his chocolate sucks, <laughs> uh, I got lint because we know that that's going to be... I can't imagine his chocolate will suck. No, I can't imagine it either, but... You never know, I guess. Yeah, you never know. And apparently you can win a prize. Yeah, I need to scan the code. Yeah, I don't even do... I don't watch Mr. Beast stuff. I watched his. I watched the first video I've ever watched from him. Like, two days ago. Really? Yeah. And I can understand why he's so entertaining. Mm-hmm. Why people watch him. Mm-hmm. Because there is not a single second of the video it, it, that is still. It's like every second there's a jump cut. Mm-hmm. There's a jump cut. There's a new f- thing flashing on the screen. And it's just generally crazy things. Mm-hmm. So I watched the one with the, the yachts. Like, mm-hmm. big boats. So he went from, like, a... A boat that he bought for a dollar all the way up to a billion dollar cruise ship, basically. From Mm -hmm. like, it was like a Royal Caribbean. Mm -hmm. And 
he was down in Miami doing this, so he would just go from one yacht to another. He got to, like, $10 million yacht, and then it was, like, celebrities. So he got onto a uh, Pete David Pete Davidson's yacht, mm-hmm. and then he got onto Tom Brady's yacht <laughs> with his kids and everything. Wow. Um... Yeah, it was it was pretty nuts. Hmm. Um, so we'll find out. Is is it is it all hype or is it probably pretty hype? Does it have some content to it? I don't know. There was a bunch of them there, and I I'm pretty confident some kid or someone went through and scanned all the codes already because they yeah, all of know. them were just a mess. The yeah. entire that section was just everything had been sorted through, mm. which. Classic people. Yep. Um, not not surprising at all mm-hmm. that someone would go through and do something like that, but whatever. Yeah. The the worst part was someone broke a bunch of the chocolate. What? Like they like Just broke it up. Snapped it. Snapped it. I'm like, really? Why do we do that? Because children but youth. Okay. Kids are the worst. The youth are the worst. <laughs> I think it's because they can't have wine yet. Mm. Mm-hmm. That'd settle them down real quick. Mm-hmm. Nap time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we don't endorse this. No. <laughs> These are jokes. Mm-hmm. If you couldn't tell already, tell. My understanding is you created a wine quiz. I didn't create it. Oh. But it's centered around peanut noir. Yeah, of what the was, world. What is the other correct or incorrect pronunciations of peanut noir? Pino noir. Pino noir. That we, is. We heard that one in the wild. Once. That's my favorite one. <laughs> um, we were at Depot Bay Brew, uh, not brewery. Uh, Depot Bay Winery, and <laughs> someone came in and was like, "I would like to try a glass of the pino." Mm-hmm. Love me some pino. Yep, unironically. Uh, said it more than once. And I'll, I'll say this right up front. Depot Bay Winery, not the best. We do have a bottle from them upstairs. Mm-hmm. But it's it's not... Because it was cheap. It, it was very cheap. And it's, it's like, like, why not? $25 or something yeah, like that. I don't even know if it was... <laughs> but they do fruit wines, which are interesting as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they... Do a lot of, like, charity work. Yeah. They had, like, 20 different models. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of insane. And you could sit there and try all of them if you wanted to. Honestly, you could. Um, I wouldn't. I would not do that. Mm-mm. It's not worth it. There's no. a good brewery, a good pub down the street where you can watch Pelican's Deep Throat Fish. Yeah. Um, that's it's way always, more fun. It's always fun. Um, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oregon Coast Breweries. Maybe we should do a an episode on that at some point where we just taste a couple of beers from different Oregon uh coast breweries. Yeah. I mean, Pelican, uh Rogue, those are mm-hmm. two big boys. Mhm. Um yeah, well, I'm not going to spoil too much. I'll go through and see if I can put together a list of beers and then I'm sure we can sure our local uh <laughs> store. Liquor store would be happy to assist in uh, mm-hmm. acquiring a collection. Yes. They they do that. They do that pretty regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, we had to order, what, four or five cases of Bud Lights, and we, we went to them, and we're like, hey, can you get us five cases of, because we were seeking out Bud Light Platinum cans mm-hmm. for a party, 
They're like, sure. Uh, when do you need them by? <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have them in stock. Our they were truck just like, gets here on Friday. <laughs> yeah. Do you need them? Do you need them any sooner than that? And it's like, nope. Perfect. So. Yeah, they're good. It's good stuff. Definitely helps to have a dealer nearby. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go into the quiz. All right, uh, we got ten questions from our friends at Wine Spectator again. Yay! They just have lots of quizzes. It's they, convenient. They're spectators of wine. They're generally pretty decent. All right. Pinot Noir generally thrives in what sort of climate, which is unusual for a red grape? Cool or colder climates. Like cooler. Cool. Let's go cool. Cool and foggy. Mm. Warm and windy. Hot and arid or subarctic. Cool and foggy. Correct! Wow, it's almost like I know what kind of environment I live in. <laughs> Question number two. In which subregion of Burgundy is Pinot Noir the dominant grape? Which subsection? Subregion. Would you like your choices? I would. Chablis, Beaujolais, mm. Cote de Nuit, or Macon? Cote de Nuit. Correct! Wow! <laughs> I got lucky process of elimination question number three pinot noir is considered to be a difficult grape to grow what characteristic contributes to that reputation oh gosh it's gotta be like uh it's it's just a temperamental grape in and of itself i think thin skins just like a lot of people all right i'm gonna read you your choices Thin grape skins susceptible to fungal diseases. Uh, tendency to spontaneously combust. Oh. Weak tolerance of frost and heat, mm. or both A and C. I'm going to go with A and C, because they uh, have thin skins. I don't think they are flammable. <laughs> <laughs> and I do know that we have grape growers that are... Very fearful, extreme heats, and frost, so... You are correct! Oh, wow! Question number four. What is it now? Which of these California wine regions is not known for growing Pinot Noir? Not known. Okay. Sonoma Coast. Okay. Lodi? Lodi. Lodi? Uh... <laughs> I don't know what that abbreviation is. You can't is. even pronounce it. No, oh. I don't know what that... Are, S-T-A? S-T-A? Somewhere that... Well, it's that... Has agriculture. Rita Hills. Or uh, the Anderson Valley. I'm gonna go with the Rita Hills. Uh-uh. Who is it? Lodi. Lodi? Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, is that Napa? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. No idea. I don't know anything about California. No, I don't. Except that they need to stay out of Oregon. Yeah, they do. Um, we do know that they have that winery down in, like, super southern California, the Dofo. Mm-hmm. Um, they make freaking awesome red wine. Mm-hmm. And Napa Valley and Sonoma are, like, right next to each other and have good wine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and are very expensive. I would like to go sometime. Yeah, that would be a good trip. Yeah. All right. In the Champagne region, uh-huh. a sparkling ma- wine made with only Pinot Noir would always say what on the label? Mm, I think it'd be Blanc de Noir. Mm. So what would it be? 
That is one of the choices. Okay. What is the other choices? Brut Natural. Uh-huh. Cuvée Pinot. Oh. Blanc de Noir or Cristal. <sighs> Cuvée Pinot. I'm going to change... Pinot. Pinot. That's your answer? Uh, yeah. Incorrect. You should have stuck damn with it. your first choice. You tried to bamboozle me. I didn't. Wine Spectator did. Uh, but they, I know they have Pinot Meunier out there, and right. that would also be in a red blend. So it's like, I guess. But Pinot Meunier and Pinot Noir. Blanc de Noir. I should have stuck with my guns. Yep. Uh, if I would have thought about it a little bit more. All right. Question number six. New Zealand has become highly regarded for its Pinot Noir. In what part of the country does it thrive? New Zealand Pinot Noir. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know about that. So your choices are Marlborough, okay. Martinborough, mm. Central Otago, or okay. all of the above. Uh, Marlborough, Marlborough is where they do Sauv Blanc. That's a big thing out there. You know what? Screw it. I don't think that they have any rules. I'm going to say all of the above. They could probably grow it in all of them. Correct! Wow! <laughs> we should go to New Zealand sometime. That sounds like an awesome place to go. And yeah. you love Sauvignon Blanc. Yeah. And That's I think rude. they have a huge movement for natural wine out there, mm-hmm. which makes a lot of sense with all of their sheep. They'd probably just funnel the sheep through the vines. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And then you can have lamb. Question number lamb. seven. How are Pinot Noir and Pinot Gris slash Grigio related? Uh, they're cousins. Second cousins, but not kissing cousins. <laughs> they are different mutations of the same grape. They are both parents of Cabernet Sauvignon. Pinot Grigio is a cross of Pinot Noir and Aligote, or they are nemeses. They are absolutely nemesis. <laughs> I said they're cousins, not kissing cousins. Uh-huh. They're nemesis. Uh-huh. The correct answer is going to be A, though. Correct. They are that's different what they, mutations. That's what they want you to believe. Hmm. The Ooh. actual, I think, correct answer is they are nemesis. Ooh. She's very excited about this next question. Willamette Valley is Oregon's premier appellation for Pinot Noir. Correct. Which of these is not a sub-appellation of Willamette? Okay. Better get this one right. <laughs> I'd be in big trouble if I don't. Choice number one. Uh-huh. Shehalem Mountains. Wow. Second choice, Ribbon Ridge. Uh-huh. Third choice, Eola Amity Hills. Oh, no. It's like I almost know exactly how this is going to play out. And the last question is, the last answer is going to be the one. Dunnigan Hills. Dunnigan Hills. Mm-hmm. Ah, yes. The famous Dunnigan Hills. Mm-hmm. So it's got to be Shehalem. Absolutely. <laughs> Are you choosing the last one? I am choosing the last one. Correct. Wow. <laughs> oh my god. It's almost like I know things. Uh-huh. All right, question number 9. In California, a wine labeled Pinot Noir must contain at least 75% of that variety. What is the minimum percentage in Oregon? 100%. Is that your answer? Yeah. Incorrect. Oh, wait, what? The answer is 90%. 90%. Oh. Well, that's better than California is. It is. Uh, so, moral of that story is, buy Oregon wine, because it's more honest. <laughs> it's actually what's in the bottle. More, more likely than not. All right, last question. Uh-huh. In 1395, K. 
Okay. The Duke of Burgundy decreed that Pinot Noir would be the region's primary red grape. What unfortunate grape was condemned and torn up to make way for it? Oh, I know this one. It's going to be Gamay. Is that your choice? Do you uh, want yeah. to hear the other choices? Yeah, I do want to hear the other choices, but I'm going to go with Gamay. Okay, well, your other choices were Cabernet Sauvignon, Syrah, or Zinfandel. Ah, yes, I'm going to go with Gamay. Correct! <laughs> I didn't even need the choices, I knew it already! You got 70%. Because I was talking to the guy about history of wine, and that was one of the things. French kings didn't like Gamay. Mm-hmm. They didn't like it at all. They thought it was bitter and awful. Yep. Little did they know, they just didn't know how to tend to the grape. It's true. Yeah. Oh, boy. So, shall we take a break, bring down the charcuterie board, and pair some things with the with the wine and see how it goes? That sounds perfect. Welcome back, mm-hmm. and welcome to our snack extravaganza. Snack extravaganza. Yeah, know. I couldn't make it any better. I had it in my brain, and then it didn't come out my mouth. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna try all of our snacks and rate mm-hmm. them uh, how they are. Okay, uh, I guess we out should do this together at the same time. <clears throat> so, so cashew. Cashew. One, two, three. Love a cashew. Love a cashew. Best nuts. Salty. Delicious. But like soft. Mm-hmm. It's not like difficult to drink Like to almonds? Eat. A little too hard for me. There are almonds in here. Mm-hmm. And little pepitas. And some walnuts. Not a whole lot going on between the nut and the wine. I kind of like the salt with it, though. Yeah. It makes the wine sweeter. Mm-hmm. Just like most things. And I think that... With the chocolate, it's going to make the chocolate sweeter with the salt. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, I mean, I'd give that a, a five. Yeah. It's good. That's fine. It's, it doesn't detract from the wine. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to do a different nut? No, you can move on to whatever is next for you. Um, what are you going to try next? Mm, let's go sweet with the cranberry. Dried cranberries. Mm. That seems like a good idea. Mm-hmm. These should be, should be sour. Mm. At least a little bit. Yeah? Mm-hmm. But I'm kind of excited to try this one out. Mm. I wish I had some peanut butter. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Although, that feels like a sin with the Pinot Noir. How's that going? It was better than the cashew. So you give it what? Mm, seven. Mm. It's kind of like the same flavor. So it's not like, it doesn't do anything too exciting, but it is good. Yeah. I, de- I definitely get some cranberry out of the wine, so it's like, mm-hmm. they go together. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of indifferent. I kind of want to give it a five again. Okay. It's fine. Uh, you choose the next one. I want to go for the apple. Okay. <clears throat> so what kind of apples are these? We got honey crisp apples, the best apples. How could you tell that? Just because you can tell? I read the sticker. Oh, I didn't know it said it on the sticker. Mm-hmm. Shows how often I buy apples. Um, but it should be good. Mm-hmm. Um, I anticipate these being really good with the Chardonnay if we break into that later after after mm-hmm. we do all of our charcuterie board. 
How's that? That's all right. Elaborate? Care to elaborate? Um, I didn't, I didn't do much. I actually don't like that much at all. Yeah. The apple with the pinot, I don't know what it is, but, um, not doing it for me. Three. Yeah. Okay. Three out of ten. Let's let's try a cheese. Ooh. See, this is a this is a classic one. Ooh, we should have done cheese with the apple. Yeah. Well. So, what kind of cheese is this? This is a uh, cheddar. It's an aged white cheddar from Australia. Mm. And I'm kind of excited. It's, it's good cheese. It is good cheese. I had uh, sneak sneaky cheese while I was cutting the cheese. <laughs> How's that? Okay. We're getting somewhere. I think I needed a little more cheese. Okay. Mm-hmm. See that? See, that's got some stuff going on. Because mm-hmm. it's a kind of funky cheese. It's got some bite to it. Because it's not like... It's not like an extra sharp cheddar. But it's got some funk on it because of the age on the cheese. Yeah, I like that. That is good. That's good. I'm going to try a little bit of apple with the cheese. While she tries... Some of the goat cheese. Okay. It's the garlic and chives. Mm-hmm. Yum. I mean, the apple with the cheese is awesome. The funkiness, the crispness. Mm. Kind of makes the wine sour. I don't know if I like that. No? Mm. Uh-uh. I don't know what it is, but mm. the apple, the cheese, and then the wine, that's a winner. I rate the cheddar cheese an 8 out of 10. The cheddar and the apple together mm. is a 6 out of 10. Um, it goes down with the cheese? And... Yeah, it, it's not as good, but it's better than the apple on don't its Don't take very much of that. It'll be The goat cheese will be really good with crackers, but it's a little too much for this wine, I think. I think if we had a darker wine, oh yeah, would, you're right. It would stand up a whole lot better, Oof. but it, it like makes it sour. Mm. What is that? Like I love goat cheese and wine, and it's a good goat cheese. It's a really good cheese, but don't but drink it. Don't use don't the wine. Drink it with this wine. Oh, that's a one out of ten. That was not. Can I give it a zero? It's <laughs> not good. Cheese is really good. Uh huh. I like the cheese. It'll be very good on crackers, but it will. I will not be immediately drinking a sip of wine after it. Oh God, no! Don't do that. Don't do that to yourself. Mm-mm. I guess, I mean, other goat cheeses may work fine, but this one specifically, it's goat, got flavor in it. We've had goat cheese with red wine before, and it is good. Yeah. I enjoy. That one I feel like you need, because it's got so much darkness to it, yeah. so much of like a base note from that goat cheese. Mm-hmm. I feel like it'd be it's better with like... pretty pungent goat cheese, too. It's like very the pungent. the cheese part itself. And the pinot is super pungent, too. Yeah. So I think it just contrasts it, it clashes yeah, super bad half, not the other half. no mm-hmm. i should have bit it okay so salami. we're on to the salami and it's an italian dry salami mm-hmm. very good salami it's very good salami i had to cut it it's nice and soft it is very soft lots of Lots of moisture. Now that one changes it. 
I think it's the fat. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's good. Mm-hmm. So, salami and mm-hmm. pino. It, it kind of, like, melds them together. Yeah, I like that. It's like two friends walking off into a sunset. Time for the Mr. Beast chocolate. No, it's not. We oh. have uh, we have mango chips. We have mango chips. Okay. We gotta save the Mr. Beast for last. <laughs> See how it, that's our that's, that's also dessert. Mm. These mango chips are excellent. I've never had these before. No, I, I kind of went out on the limb for those. Maybe. I don't know. It's not the worst of the plate. I'm going to go with a four. Because it's yeah. not as... It's not... They I don't just, go together I well. I just want to eat the mangoes. Uh-huh. I just want to eat them. I don't need the wine. Okay. Can we have the chocolate now? Absolutely. Okay. And then we can dip a nut in the honey and then... Ooh. See how it goes. <laughs> I'm not dipping my nuts in the honey. I'm not that weird. <laughs> okay. Chocolate. Chocolate. Crunchier chocolate than I thought it would be. Mm. It's actually good chocolate. God dang it. Yeah, it's definitely not a Hershey's bar. Uh uh-uh. uh. That's good chocolate. Mmm. Dang I like it. That. God dang it. Thanks, Mr. Beast. That might be the best one. Yep, that's good. That's a 10. That is a pair. <laughs> I didn't want to do this. God I didn't want to do this. The Mr. Beast chocolate is good. Uh, and it goes great with the pino. God. Oh, no. Oh, but, no. But, like, it might be my new favorite chocolate bar. <laughs> it, Were the, there other flavors or was it just this one? There was, like, three other flavors. There's like, a plain milk chocolate and uh, another just dark chocolate. This one's milk, right? Uh, I thought it was milk. That's dark. I just think it's like maybe roasted or something. It's got something. Bit. I don't know. It's it's good though. I'll have to look at the package. But I know. that is excellent chocolate. That's very good I'm chocolate. Kind of annoyed about it. I'm very annoyed about <laughs> it. I didn't. I but I'm also kind of like, well. I'm annoyed, but I'm happy, but I'm annoyed. Mm-hmm. I'm like annoyed that it's Mr. Beast chocolate that's good. Mm. I'm happy because now I know that it is you've and I know a, where I can find it. got a good chocolate bar. This and, is from Safeway, right? Yeah. And then I'm annoyed again because I'm like, well, I wasn't buying Mr. Beast chocolate because I didn't want to like jump onto that train. Right. But it's objectively good chocolate. Oh. <laughs> uh, well. We'll have to tag him. Yeah. We're going to have to. We took a picture of this for Instagram, so uh, you'll be able to see it. Yeah. It's part of an entire board. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to try and get not get uh, any of the goat cheese in the honey. Mm. Because that sounds like a bad idea. <laughs> that does sound like a bad idea. But I'm going to dip my cashew mm. into the honey. Ugh. And here we go. Let's see how this goes. Okay, that is good honey. Mm. Yum. That's. But it's. Oh. Mm. That's good honey. I don't have anything else to say. 
I got a natural like wildfire wildflower honey. Mm -hmm. Yum. That's good. I like that. That's a that's another good rate. That's uh-huh. That's a that's excellent. Yep. That's a ten. That's good stuff. That's a ten. Uh-huh. Mm. Oh. What else would that honey go well with? Everything. The apple? Oh yeah. Should I do the apple and the honey? Let's see if that goes well. Apple and wildflower honey. It's some chunky honey. Drink it and sink it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's sugar. Mm. It's good sugar. That's what it is. It's regurgitated bee vomit. <laughs> I mean, it is kind of amazing that we have that because bees are a little dirt church. Yeah. And bees. like, I, the guy who first was like, hmm, what's this stuff that bees are putting away? Yeah. Mm. Well, let me, let me eat that. Mm, that's sweet. Mm-hmm. I like that. Like, I always think about these people who tried these foods for the first time, and they're like, yep, that's a thing that I want to have now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's weird. Um, but also, uh, you said something about honey being able to be good for your allergies. Mm-hmm. And it's allergy season. Definitely allergy season. Yeah, that honey is not going to do anything for our allergies. Really? It has to. Li- you have to buy like local. That is local. N- no, like oh. specific, like locals, like has in our be. city. Oh. Uh. Or like buy where you work, and then you, because it's getting the pollen from the things that are around that are aggravating your allergies. It has to literally be your local honey. Yeah, it has to be the things that are causing your allergies. Dang it. Yeah. I thought it was on to something there. Well, I, no. It is Oregon. Yeah, but no. It could be from this area. Oh, it, maybe. It's possible. It might say it on there, but it's... Uh, we should go to a farmer's market sometime and There was that. one today. There was? Yeah. Where at? Over... Over nearby? Yeah. Uh, next weekend. <laughs> Cause we'll get it because it's also they'll be starting to get raspberries and stuff in too. Mm. So then we can get our raspberries for our raspicellos. And I doubt we've entirely missed the strawberry season. Mm-mm. Not going by these stands that are on the corners. No, if they're just starting, I mean, two days ago. So. Yeah. It's all the like excess that they're not. They're not doing. That, well, that they can't like get rid of. Oh, yeah. Like these farmers, and then they just go... Take it and Uh sell it on the street corner. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. 